G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Our Middle East correspondent is Ron Ross and he's joining me on the phone once again. Welcome back, Ron. Thank you, Tracy. Well, Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, he now only has until tomorrow to complete his coalition government. That was, of course, essentially extended, wasn't it? So this is the end of that extension. Yeah, and it's a pretty difficult situation for him. Uh, They dropped a bombshell yesterday when Foreign Minister Avigdor Lieberman uh, resigned his position as Foreign Minister and withdrew from the coalition talks. Uh, speaking at a meeting of the Israel Batano uh, Union, uh, which the party that he represents, Lieberman uh, painted the move as purely ideological and principled. He said he had relayed his demands to Likud, which is the party led by Netanyahu, and uh, did not like the answers he received. So he's a very volatile bloke, Lieberman, and he resigned on the spot. Uh, and without Israel Batenu, Netanyahu has no choice but to form a, a coalition that will be a very thin majority of 61 in a parliament of 120. Uh, so he'll be on a knife's edge for the whole term. So pretty much he has to keep everybody happy or there's going to be problems once again. Yeah, well, the reaction has been that Netanyahu probably... Uh, is relieved that Lieberman's gone. He's always been a uh, fox in the henhouse. And that Israel Batenu has a number of ministries that uh, Netanyahu is now able to offer the other coalition members. Uh, But, of course, politics uh, is made up of very ambitious individuals and everybody's out for Netanyahu's job. And so his uh, reign will be a very precarious one. Yes, speaking of uh, ambitious individuals, I see that Benjamin Netanyahu has rejected a plan for John Kerry to go and uh, visit Israel to talk on Middle East peace. Yeah, that was a uh, a bit of a a shock. Uh, The reason that he said to delay the visit uh, was he wanted to complete the coalition before John Kerry came and started talking business. Uh, there was a report on Israel's Channel 2 uh, that said the uh, he was going to visit in order to advance various regional issues. And uh, we've heard from the United States this morning that they've rejected that report, but it would seem pretty wise that Netanyahu would want to uh, ignore the visit or delay the visit until he had a, uh, a coalition confirmed. All right, but that's not stopping the Arab nations meeting with the President Barack Obama, is it? No, later this month, uh, the Arab nations, including Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates and Qatar, are planning to meet with President Obama, and they have a big shopping list. They want uh, the latest fighter jets, they want missile batteries and the best surveillance equipment, and they want a guarantee from the United States that they will have 
peaceful security in the light of the U.S. talks with Iran on nuclear issues. Uh, and, and it's a very important meeting for Obama uh, because he needs the Arab support for oil and a bunch of other reasons. And uh, uh, they're not very happy with the Iran, Iran talks. And uh, they're going to be very aggressive in the meeting. Uh, but the Israelis are also very concerned. It was interesting to hear Senator Lindsey Graham, uh, the Republican from the United States, he said, I'm very worried that President Obama will promise every military toy they've always wanted and a security agreement short of a treaty with the understanding they have to be sympathetic to this deal. And he said, if I get a hint of that, a whiff of that, then I would do everything I could do to block every bullet and every plane. And, of course, what he's, he's speaking from the point of view of uh, America wants Israel to retain its military uh, superiority in the region. Uh, but uh, uh, it's a very precarious situation. It just seems to me that the, the terms peaceful talks and uh, nuclear weapons should never go together in the same sentence. Oh, it's a bit silly, isn't it? All right, let's look at uh, what's happening in the aftermath of the Nepal earthquake. Israel is continuing all its efforts there to help those who've been injured. It's been quite an amazing effort by Israel, uh, and uh, their their hospital is the talk of the town. Uh, They virtually flew an entire hospital into Nepal within hours of the earthquake taking place as soon as it was safe to land planes. And we've got a report now that says... 450 patients were treated and five births took place at the IDF hospital in Nepal. Uh, there was a one uh, when uh, they said uh, the uh, Israel aid founder and director Shakasa Avi said a young woman was finally extracted and taken away uh, to a waiting ambulance. This was a an amazing 10-hour rescue effort from France, Norway, Nepal, and Israel to reach Krishna Devi Dhaka, a 24-year-old maid who was trapped in a hotel for five days in an air pocket, and she was covered by a corpse. Just one of the amazing uh, rescue events undertaken by the Israelis. But also there's a report today about how Israeli innovations are saving lives in Nepal. Israeli medical devices and technology have been very helpful, and they've included an emergency bandage, uh, the pocket BVM, which is a manual ventilator to assist people who are not breathing. And they're just two of the technologies that are being used to save lives in Nepal. It's great to be able to finish our report with some good news for a change. That is Ron Ross, our Middle East correspondent. Ron, we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, Tracy. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.